0: Hello world. Welcome back to the ignited fortitude podcast with Bobby and Steve man. So this last week we had Paul on awesome episode and we're going to get into that in just a second but it has been a crazy week so I have to tell you the day after we recorded that podcast was Easter and Easter Sunday we'd gone to service and we went out to lunch as a family and me and my family went to Walgreens right pick up something for my mom we park in the parking lot my wife runs in to grab it sitting there my daughter goes dad that lady's taking your picture. And I was like, what? And like, when I looked up, like the lady was already walking into, into the store. And I was like, I don't know, Chanel. I was like, maybe, maybe she was taking my picture, but maybe she was just taking a selfie or something. And she was like, why would she take a selfie right there by your window? And I was like, I don't know. Like, who knows? Uh, anyways, and I was reading scripture at the time. Like, so I didn't even notice her and, uh, on my phone. And then I went back to reading what I was reading and I, I looked up towards the door and I see my wife coming out and she's looking towards the front of my truck. And I'm like, I look over and that same lady is at the front of my truck, like holding her phone out to take my picture. Right. So I I do not know what else to do. I smiled and I waved. I was like, and she's like, she, she looked at me, she put her phone down and she gave me the finger and walked off. And I was like, what the heck was that about? You know, like she wasn't in the parking lot when I pulled in, we'd been sitting there for, I don't know, a good 30, 45 seconds before she came up the first time to take my picture. I don't have anything on my truck other than an ignited fortitude sticker. So I'm like, well, maybe she flipped me off because she doesn't like Ignited fortitude, or she's against Jesus. It's Easter, you know. Yeah. Like it's one. of the, It's the day that he resurrected for us. And I was just like, "All right, so <laughs> random, dude." Like, so yeah, random, you know. Then I'm like telling my my mom and my wife, I'm like, like, "Get on Facebook, like Sierra Vista Rants and Raves, and see yeah. if somebody's posting." Never saw anything about it, but I was just like, "Man." How awesome is that? Like I got, I got the finger for Jesus. <laughs> like, she was telling you you were number
1: one. I'm number one. That's like, crazy, <laughs> dude. I know you. You got to be related to my wife because the most random things happen to her, and it only happens when I'm like I never believe her, and then I'm with her. I'm like, how is this even possible? It's it's you. So, dude, it's got to be something
0: in your guys' bloodline or whatever it is because it's just people just think like, look at these jerks. We're gonna, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them. That's so crazy, dude. That's so crazy. It was, and I'm like, man, like, I don't, and what's funny is like my reaction, right? Before, like, I think before I was saved, I probably would have like got up and chased that lady in. Like, why were you taking my picture? Or even afterwards when she flipped me off, I would have been like, oh yeah, I'm going to follow you all the way home and take pictures of your house and your address. And like, I'm going to like really show you, you know, like, but this time I was just like, you know what? Cool. I was like, but, and then I thought, I was like, like, you know what? Jesus loves me. He also loves you, though. Like, he's ready for you. He's waiting. Like, uh, anyways, so that episode. So so when you say crazy week, dude, you just, people just don't know. Yeah, people don't realize (laughs) the things that happen in my life. I should share them more often. Yeah, okay, dude. But uh, the episode with Paul. Awesome, right? Like, it got a lot of traction. Uh, we have to give props to his daughter, Zoe, who does our socials and makes, you know, the little short videos on YouTube and everything. She really, uh, I don't know what it was this time, but we had a ton of traction when she created that first short that um, got o- almost 2,500 views yes. on YouTube, which... You guys, that's a lot considering some of our episodes only get like 12 views, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that 2,500 is huge. And then it went right in. The next thing that dropped was the podcast with her dad, Paul, and it got almost a hundred views. It had like 80 views in the first 24 hours. Uh, we saw an increase in subscribers on YouTube. We went from 101 to 116, yeah. um, and even this morning, right? Like, I was I was telling Bobby when we first telling you when we, when we first got here, like, bro, like last night when I went to bed, we were like four thousand four hundred seventy, and downloads. now we're yeah downloads, and now we're at four thousand five hundred and fifty. Like, how did we? How did that happen? Like, in overnight on a Saturday, like it's not like we dropped any new material, right? Like, it was just like yeah. boom. Uh, so uh, but so this one's for all of us. You know what I
1: mean? I know, like, we're excited about this, but uh, hopefully, you know, all the people that have supported us and, you know, right. and care, like, guys, that's like, a, hey, you know what? We're not here talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. We're here
0: about just another avenue, another way to just get the gospel out. Right. You know and, what I mean? And, and trying to help people, right? Yeah. That's what Paul's whole episode was about, is trying to help people, yeah. you know, give them that help. purpose. Yep. And, um, you know, w- we might not get to have Paul on again. Uh, we ran into some resistance with the army after, uh, well, really before the first episode even dropped, but so
1: here, yeah. So I'm on vacation, right? So like I took off, uh, uh, my family and I always try to go like in April, we try to go on a trip. Right. So especially cause like BBS yeah. camp trip, all that stuff. So we're on vacation. I told my wife, I was like, Hey, you know what? Like I'm just going to leave my phone. Like I'm not going to take it. Cause normally I'm, I always have my phone on me cause it's, you know, pictures or whatever the case is. And it's like, no, nah, I'll just leave it in the hotel room. And then, uh, we're driving home, <laughs> and I see the text from because I, so we were, we left uh, we left Scottsdale and came back on Wednesday after the episode dropped, right? And I just see, like, hey, we're in violation with the Army, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, I'm not even going to read this one until I get <laughs> home. Like, I don't, even, I don't even know what is going to yeah, go on right so, now.
0: So there was some concern about well, what our status is, whether we're a nonprofit or not, which we aren't, not officially, right? Like, we've never no. filed anything. No. We literally just come together and record a podcast and publish it. Um, and our affiliation with... Uh, With Calvary Chapel. Um, Just so everybody's clear, we attend Calvary Chapel, but Ignited Fortitude is not a part of Calvary Chapel, and Calvary Chapel is not a part of Ignited Fortitude. Um, We we are just two guys who come together and record a podcast, and uh, we don't have any kind of nonprofit status, uh, because we would definitely be in violation of that if we used the way we use the donations and the aspect of oh, hey, uh, we need this and then I go buy it or you go buy whatever we need for the podcast and then we reimburse ourselves yeah. from that, that you can't do that, right? So um, we're not a nonprofit. The only reason why we have a way to donate is because it costs money to do this, right? There's monthly fees. There's monthly fees associated. And like, well, now we have four microphones. You guys saw that last week, right? Like we have four microphones in order to, to have... F- Two other guests on at the same time. And, uh, it's just, it was, it was like all of a sudden, like this episode hadn't even dropped and we were getting all this resistance. So, welcome back to my crazy week, guys, (laughs) right? Like, so I'm sitting here trying to like navigate that. Bobby's on vacation and doesn't check his phone, but like one hour a night. So I'm trying to, to manage that myself. And, uh, you know, with the help of Paul and some other people, um, on Fort Wachuca who are supporters, um, and, uh, we ended up just going, you know what? Okay. We're, st- we took the the artwork down that included the Pathfinder logo. So that way we are not using army logos and stuff like that. And we're just like, let's just drop this podcast and see what happens. And then it got all that traction. It's like, mm-hmm. boom, like, Hey, whatever we see as an obstacle, God's like, watch me work, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was, it was really, uh, opening. Like we're sitting here worried about all these little things. And God's like, don't worry about that. You don't need the army's public affair office yeah. to, to put this out. I got you. And it got all kinds of traction. And, um, and it was cool, man. Cause it was, it, you
1: know, like you, you ended up running into you and Will ended up running into his wife, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, so after we recorded the podcast, you know, like I, I knew, I knew Paul was married. Right. And we, Will and I were working the Easter sunrise service for Fort Wachuca, uh, planning and coordinating that whole event. And, uh, we went straight, well, not straight from here, but that afternoon that we recorded the podcast, we went to the rehearsal for the Easter sunrise service on Saturday evening. And, you know, the chaplain goes, Hey, I realized that not everybody here knows everybody. So we're going to do a real quick, like round of introductions. (laughs) And, um, I'd rode my motorcycle all week. And that day I drove my truck, which has the ignited fortitude sticker on it. Right. So, uh, Uh, full circle now, um, <laughs> just realized. So like we're, we go through the round of introductions and um, she, she goes, my name's uh, Liz Lynn um, from, I don't even know what she, what she was. She was part of the worship team that was up there. But afterwards she comes up to us and she goes, she goes, you guys are Bobby and Steve from Ignited Fortitude, the one that's the ones that just hung out with my husband uh, this morning. And we're like, yeah. She's like, I, you know, I kept seeing all the Ignited Fortitude uh, like gear that you guys were in because Will definitely has more gear than anybody I know. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, and then I saw the sticker on the truck just now, and like, she's like. Paul really loved it. He had a blast. He, you know, he it was so nice to just hang out with the guys and talk about God, you know? So like it was just full circle. All of a sudden now the ignited fortitude sticker is a good thing. Whereas on <laughs> Sunday it was not right. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it was, it was just, man, what a week. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> and um, we hope guys that we can get Paul on here again. And we don't know if we're going to be able to, if, if the army's going to let well, him come we'll on, we'll just do it and yeah, just we'll discuss. Ju- we'll, We'll just talk about about the information that's included in it because uh, it's really, really good. And we'd love to hear feedback, especially because then we can provide that feedback to Paul. Um, It is a new program and um, he's always looking to hear how he can improve it and and make it better. So, uh, yeah. So if you, you know, if you got anything and it was helpful or you want
1: more stuff, you can hit him on. I think I tagged him in some of our uh, social media stuff. Maybe I probably go on YouTube and get in touch with him. But guys, if you need anything from him, you know yeah, what I mean? Like more is. information, just reach out. Cause it's not just, although he's, you know, he's trying to help the army and, and soldiers, but you know, he's a chaplain for the army and has dealt with all kinds of crazy stuff. So if you need to, uh, need to get in touch with him, go ahead and, and, uh, message us. And we'll make sure that we just relay that message to him. Yeah. And his daughter
0: sees all of our social media. <laughs> so she can tell him right, right there on the spot. Um, Oh dude, I don't know if you got like, this is going completely different. Yeah, let's, keep, let's keep talking. I like it but uh,
1: but. Uh, I don't know if you saw the comment this morning, um, where somebody, you know, how it, it, it was on the clip where, where Paul was like, you know, it says, you know, a uh, stat show that 70% of people that have a strong spiritual background, you know, and he says this and he like went and tell you a couple stats. I don't know if you saw this. It was this morning when I, when I like opened up my phone and it like popped him and somebody's like, yeah, and, uh, and, and, uh, we'll be a hundred percent. Uh, miserable or like will be a hundred percent without fun or something like that. Right. Cause right. of people that have,
0: right. Like, so like, because uh, they're going to be a Christian or they're going to be spiritual that they can't have fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, For sure. And I saw that. I was like, man, I kind of chuckled and laughed cause it's funny <laughs> to me. It's funny. You know what I mean? Cause how many times do we talk about, you know, we talk about it where it's like, yeah, but if I do it, I'm just going to be miserable this whole time. Or right. if I give, you know what I mean? And it's like, and I tried to go on that person's account to like, look at like their lifestyle, but of course it's blocked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, but you know, it, it, it it's just interesting to see like the idea of what people think Christianity is, Right. is, is completely not what it was. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, like I have legit, and we were talking before we hit record, before we hit record, Stephen and I were just having this <laughs> conversation. It's like, there's that song. I don't know if you, you know, if you guys listen to any, any gospel or church music but it's like grazing the gardens. And the guy starts off and he's talking about like, look, I searched the world and it couldn't fill me. And it's like, dude, that is the exact point that I was at before I surrendered my life to Christ. And when I got led to the Lord, the guy asked me like, what would it take for you to surrender your life? And like in those moments and like that moment, like I didn't even know what was like going on. Like it was just so much was, was happening. The thought in my mind is like, dude, you've tried everything else. To satisfy you. And it's like, dude, there's nothing else. Like there, it would take nothing. None of it worked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is there was another comment, um, on one of the videos too, that, uh, while you were on vacation, uh, which I hope you enjoyed, um, (laughs) 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 uh, that, uh, was like, you realize telling people that, um, that being good that by telling people being good isn't enough, that is, that's a horrible message or something like that. Like, like you should be encouraging people to be Mm -hmm. good. Essentially. Like, I hope you listened to, to the podcast because I'm not worried about what you're here, what you are here. Right. Like that, our whole point is like, you can be the the greatest person in the world here and still not be saved. So we're talking about eternity, right? Yeah. We're not talking about. And I chuckled too when I read it. I was like, "Really? Like that's what? That's what? Like that's what you took? Maybe you just watched the short, or you got to a certain point and you turned it off. But like, it's about eternity, guys. It's not about like, yeah, we." Guess what? When you're saved, you're gonna be a good person, right? You're gonna do good mm-hmm. things. You're not gonna, because that's what, that's how we, I mean, the Bible tells us, like, the fruit is what we see is, is the way, the way we see if somebody's saved, right? Is the fruit of their works, essentially. And you're, you're sitting here, like, just like wanting to, argue like i wanted to I, I started to type up a response and i was like no steve like <laughs> well you know what that goes into i mean like it, it, and here's the thing like this is what we've
1: always tried to do with this podcast right Is like hey two guys talking about their lives talking about doing life and being guided by the scripture, like, and it's not like we're doing anything different than anybody is, but we're just bringing it to, we're just having a conversation with microphones that we would be having on a regular basis is what right.
0: we're doing, right? And we sh- really should think about starting <laughs> recording before we, we, we actually record. I know
1: we've already been here an hour talking before we even <laughs> record, but to that comment, think about this, like it, you shouldn't tell people that they need to be good, right? So, so let's just look at this. Okay. So we tell people they need to be good. That's, but that's what the world is trying to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So like without the gospel, people know that they're, they're already bad. Right. And so there's like, um, and we're going to kind of get into it, right. The the, the whole movement of uh, um, social justice, Mm -hmm. right. Guess what? Social justice. Social justice is a, it's a good movement, right? Because we want to be just and fair and and take care of the people that are being treated unjustly and all this other stuff, right? So, like, the opposite, like, going into good works, like, you're not saved by good works. Mm-hmm. You're, you're saved to good works. Like, you will do good things if you're, like, honestly following the Lord the way you should be. There's going to be good fruit coming out of your life. But too many times we think, like, hey, you know what? I'm going to church and we're going to hit this, right? Like, I'm going to church and I'm, like, uh, uh, taking up a seat Right. In, in, in a church. So like, I'm filling a, a a seat. Hey, and guess what? That's what you want. We want full seats. Like, if you have the space available, like, Hey, man, we want these seats filled. Hey, you you know, if you build it, they will come. You (laughs) know what I mean? So like, you want that. And like, I'm a part of this. And it's like, yeah, but guess what? Just because you come here on a, on a Sunday and you talked about it on the episode with Paul, right? Like, just because you come here on a Sunday and you live like a hellion Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday, like what good is that? Right. You know what I mean? Or just because you like, Hey, you know what? I paid it forward. And we talked about this on Thursday with the kids, right? Like you have, you ever like put, you know, you go to tip somebody like at Starbucks or some kind of whatever and you tip them, but you want to make sure that they see that you tip on them. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that like, although you're doing something good that's evil because you want recognition for it Mm -hmm. you want them to know that you tip them.
0: You want them to know that it came from you. Yeah. Sorry. I'm in a, I'm, What's funny is like during, when you said that, I was like, I was like, well, I just want to make sure they don't spit in my food or (laughs) (laughs) not like I really want recognition for like, Hey, look, I'm tipping you, but please don't spit in my, my coffee. Please don't spit in my food. Um, because I'm not a jerk. I'm a nice guy, you know, (laughs) but yeah. And that's what, but that's what it comes back to. And one of the things like talking about, like going back to your reference too, with graves to gardens, like I've searched the world, right? Like we talked about it before we We need to like understand what like being saved is, right? Because I had a conversation yesterday about about you know, a friend of mine uh, of ours is like, hey, like, I'm, I'm there. Like I have, like, I feel it on my heart, like that I'm saved, but then I have this head knowledge of like, you know, like that I just can't reconcile certain parts of scripture. And, um, I talked to him for like an hour and a half, but one of his biggest, one of his, the first thing he actually said to me was like, you know, Christians always have like the people, everybody that I know that's truly been saved has like this testimony that's like, Hey, I was, you know, I was addicted to drugs and I, you know, now my life is great and blah 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 like understand guys like when we when we share our testimonies like it's yeah, we are you might have had an experience that brought you out of something, right? But at the same time, what is it really? It's surrendering your life to Christ. So me and my wife were talking about this like when we when we got saved like there wasn't like it wasn't like some special message at church. It wasn't like, um, that in that moment, like we were delivered from whatever we were doing, whatever hardships we were having. It was that we understood that we have been searching for something, right? Like you, we all have that feeling. We were created in the image of God, right? We all have that feeling that is like, like we know when something's right and wrong and we've searched and searched and searched. And it was, it was when we got saved, like the tears and everything was like, Okay, I've tried everything and I've failed. Like, I'm surrendering. Like, that's what the tears were. It wasn't like the, the clouds opened up in a ray of light and it was like, ah, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. this is your moment. You know, yeah. like, it was like, no, now I'm done trying myself and I'm going to do what. God tells me to do, right? Like, so I think we need to be careful, like, not, not necessarily careful about sharing our testimony, but we just need to make sure that we emphasize the right parts, right? Like, it's not like, oh, you know, I was glorifying my sin. Like, oh, I was a, I was a, an adulterer. I was cheating. I was watching porn. I was doing all these things. And then now I don't have that struggle anymore. My life is great. Like, nope. Like, you probably still have the struggle. You probably still have a lot of struggles, but now you recognize that by the gift of grace, that of salvation, that God has given you, like, oh, I'm free, yeah. right? Like, and uh, it was because you surrendered your life to Him, not because uh, you were doing anything special. It's not your works, right? Like, it was. You surrendered. That's what you did.
1: And well, it, it, yeah, it was that whole surrendering, right? Like, I'm not fighting anymore. I'm not fighting against you, God, anymore, because <laughs> right. that's what it says. We were enemies against God. You know what I mean? When he saved us, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, in that whole sense of surrendering, you know, you brought up a valid point, you know, obviously before we were, we even hit record, but it's like, you know, we had two people, you know, Benny and Bay that were on the podcast talking about that. I mean, they grew
0: up there. I mean, they're in their seventies and they grew up as Christians. I don't think either one of them are in their seventies. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're older. <laughs> they're older than us. All right. 16, <laughs> but, 60s, 70s. Sorry. Sorry, maybe, guys. Maybe Sorry. I love 60s. you guys. You
1: guys. So. <laughs> (laughs) I guess I'm a grandpa and I'm not anywhere. I'm not even in my 40s yet. So, yes. So, anyways. Sorry. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But, sorry. Anyway. But, you know what I mean? You're talking about these guys that have followed them at base 67. Because it said 67. So, I think so. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Trying to... (laughs) <laughs> back out here, but they've been following for the Lord for a, a amount of time where, and you know, even with Benny, it's like, I don't have anything to talk about. I didn't have any crazy testimony. And it's like, Oh, so you just tell me like walking with the Lord has just been a, a cakewalk the whole yeah. time. Like, dude, I, that's the testimony that I want from my boys. Yeah. And
0: that's a powerful testimony in itself, right? Sure, like, like, and that's the thing guys is like, it's not about like, uh, the, like, look at what God saved me from. It's like, look at how good God yeah, is, right? Sure. Like, and even though I am the way I am, even though I was born a sinner, right? Like I'm, I didn't, I'm, you said it on one of the park. I'm not a sinner because I sin. I'm a sinner because I was born, right? Yeah, like yeah. we are born into sin. Like that is, and, and God is so good that he, we talked about it in the previous Ephesians. He comes after us still mm-hmm. like he continuously comes after us and we have that gift of grace, right? Like, man, like we just have to get it right. Like we have to understand it. Right. And like, even as we've, we talked, um, on the previous episode in Ephesians and we're, we're sitting here right now, like, I'm still like thinking like, Oh man, like that makes so much more sense. Like, you know, and it's going to be a continual process, right? Like when I was talking to my, talking to our friend yesterday, one of the things I told him was like, dude, like you have to get in your scriptures, right? And, and you have to read. You might not get the the answer you want, but I can almost guarantee you something is going to be revealed to you. And I can guarantee you what is revealed is what you need in that moment, yeah, right? Sure. Like there's so many times, and I've talked about it on the podcast already, like where I'm like, man, like, I, I don't know how many times I read Exodus, right? But reading it this last time, I was like, what? Like God was going to kill Moses before he even went to Egypt (laughs) to free these people. Like, where did, like, how did I skim over that? Like, you know, and, and I probably read it at least three times prior to that fourth time. Right. At least. And I'm like, I never noticed that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like never noticed that story in the Bible, but that's what needed to be revealed to me this time. Right. Like, so I think that we, we just have to really understand like, you're not going to accept Christ and, and and then be like, Oh, I know it all now. Like, you oh, know, dear. like it's a continual process. It's the sanctification process, right? It's, it's learning and, and, and then learning like what God's telling us to, to be who he is and what he's telling us to be as his people. And, and, Applying that to our lives, then guess what? Then there's those good works. The, that's when you become a good person and and a really good person, right? Because the people of the world like that don't have uh, Jesus as the cornerstone, which we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, are gonna, are doing it for the wrong reason? Yeah, for sure. Right? For right? Sure. You're doing it because you recognize the need and you want to help and hopefully share what it is that encourages you to help. Right. Like, as opposed to, Hey, this is what you need to do because we fulfilled this need. And or like, look at what I did. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Look, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, look at, look at the, look at the tip I left. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Oh yeah. I, I put a bunch of money in there. And even then, like, I, I think that a lot of the things I do, I do for the right reason. Right. But then I catch myself talking about it, like with people and I'm like, Hmm. Oh, man, Steve, what are you doing? You know, like, like, why'd you do that? Like, why are you talking? Like, do you want glory right now, Steve? Because it's not yours. Like, you know, so I think uh, that was actually brought up in my Bible study this morning. It was something that I was like, oh. I'm doing that wrong. Too. Like, <laughs>
1: dude, it, it's so funny, dude. It's hard, man. Cause like every time like th- that happens to me, like I start thinking like, oh yeah, I'm doing good or whatever. I just hear this like, because <laughs> Jesus is like, don't be blowing that horn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just like, there's like this horn that like plays in my mind. And it's like, okay, Lord, I got you. like, you're funny. You're funny, Lord. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, and, but that's what we do, right? Like, and yeah. even though like we probably both did it for the right reason, yeah. But then we're sitting there like with other Christians and we're like, oh yeah, like like yeah, I did this, bro. Like it was awesome. And then we're like, huh. Oh. <laughs> like I know for me, it's like almost immediately. I'm like, why did I say that? Yeah, like, like, come on, Steve. Like, glory to God. There's, right? your, <laughs> there's your reward. There's your <laughs> reward. Like, well, that's getting burned up with the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> so, so funny. Yeah, but but you know what? And that's what's that's what's so
1: um, I think obviously so different about Christianity, right? Where it's like, dude, even your good work, and that's what we talked about on on Thursday, dude, with the high schoolers. Like, even your good works, you got to realize, like, even your good works, to a core, and there is some
0: evil motives behind it. yeah At some point, like, oh, I'm going to do this because of whatever, right? I talked about it when I was in high school, right? Like when I was in high school, why was I going to church? Because that's where all the girls were, right? Like that's (laughs) what I was like, okay, I'm going to go to church. This dude dude was on on, on a praise and worship team, traveling worship team. And this guy can't... I can't sing.
1: Dude, this guy can't carry a note if it had a handle on it.
0: man calling me out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, and that's what it was. It was like, Oh, well, but look at what I'm doing, right? Like, Oh yeah. I'm part of a a traveling choir, like praise and worship team. Look at me. Like, but I'm really there because look at all the girls that are here. Right. Like, so, you know, like, deep down inside what was the motive right and like I didn't talk about that for a long time because <laughs> like I felt bad about that <laughs> so oh, that's funny I mean yeah. that, that's where that's where oh, I man I hope none of the girls are listening <laughs> like, that I was like oh yeah look at look at me like oh yeah I'm saved no I wasn't guys yeah. sorry <laughs> yeah that's what we
1: have when we do the like for high school that's what we break off into the small groups because we got to take those boys out and
0: yeah, bring them in like hey why are you here dude yeah that's what I'm glad we do those small groups. I'm like looking at my, my sons and I'm like, why are you here? Why are you here? I know why I was here when I was your age. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, for sure, dude. But you know what? At the same time, I know during that time that. I there was things that were revealed yeah, to did, me like course. that's like I know that God was working in my life then too um, like and that's like my prayer for like our, for the youth group right like the like all of them was like man like I don't know why they're here but I hope that they're getting something yeah, even something if it, even that, if it's for the wrong reason Lord, yeah. you can you have the power to break that right and Paul tells us that in Philippians right like when when he's like t- talking about the the people who are are preaching for their own motives, right? Like, but guess what? God's using it still to further the kingdom, right? Like, so no matter what the motive is for being in church or, or being sharing the gospel, God's going to use that. Cause and you said it, right. He blesses his, his word, word yeah. right? Like it's not that he's not blessing anything that we do. He's blessing his word. Yeah. So man, like that was what, a long we, intro. dude. Yeah. Like what, what are we at right now? We're <laughs> like 28 a, minutes, <laughs> 28 minute <laughs> intro. Like, so we got to read real quick through.
1: All right. So so the, it, luckily, this isn't like a real deep part of, of 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 Ephesians, but I think like as we get ready to like unpack this, um, we're wrapping up the, the the last part of chapter two. It, it, just having your mind right, like because we'll, we'll read it in in a second, but just think of like church life? What's the whole purpose? You know, he he just got done telling us, you know, in the last two podcasts, we caught, we covered chapter two and we're talking about how you were dead, right? So Mm -hmm. dead man walking. And then in the last one we talked about, it's it's not not, about you. It's not about you. Right. It's about that grace. Now here's the thing. Like if grace has been given to us now, you know, and and I think like the break should have been where he talks about the workmanship, right? Because if, if we were created as we are God's workmanship, Right. So like he did this and he did it all by grace, but now we're created to his mission. Not only does that play a part in our our lives individually, but more importantly, it plays a role in our life collectively. Right. Mm-hmm. As a church as a whole, not and I'm not talking about a, a place where you go, but the people of who we are. Right. And this is I think like this is a point that he's trying to bring in. And studying this, so I don't want to think it's like I'm just coming off the fly, right? Like, and studying this, this is like the point that he's trying to come in and where he's like talking to these Gentiles and he's like, hey, look, check this out. Like, you guys were far off. You know what I mean? There was Jews and then the non-Jews, you know? And if you weren't Jew, you wish you were, right? So like, in the sense of like, hey, come on, let's like, these two people, there were, they were at odds. They were, they were at odds with one another because there was a, a, a group of, of people who were called and, and collected. And there was another group that just wasn't. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you're going to be is if you, you know, you completely changed your whole, everything about you in order to be these people. You know what I mean? And then God's like, nope, that that wall is torn down. So real quick, let's read it through the, the New Living Translation. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promise God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope, but now, but now. You have been united with Christ Jesus once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of, Je- of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. Right. So keep that word highlighted because mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that. Peace. Peace. Peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separates us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two groups together as one body. Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross and our hostility toward each other was put to death. Verse 17, he brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's holy family together, together, together. Uh, God of God's family, verse 20 together, we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Jesus Christ himself. We are carefully joined together in him be- becoming a holy people. Uh, no, I'm sorry, becoming a holy temple for the Lord through him. You Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. Right? So big picture. God's, God's building a temple mm-hmm. and we, right. With this holy temple isn't made, you know, I think it's in Peter where it's like, it's not made with human hands, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's making people and he's putting us together to build his temple. And I think uh, I was listening to, uh, I don't know who it was. I think it might've been Guzik where he was talking about where it's like, just think of this. Like if you go to purchase a house, Guess what? You need you need somebody to say, "Hey, yes, I want I want this house, right?" So in a sense, like God's like, "This is this is the house that I want, right?" And then Jesus paid with it by His blood, and then the Holy Spirit's the one that's living in it. And that's us, like individually, right. like you know, like that's how that's how God came after us. Like I want you. I'm going to pay for you by the blood of of, of the lamp by Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit's going to come in and dwell. You know what I mean? And here's the thing: like this whole this whole point, in a sense, is like. Look at this people group. So you want to talk about like, this is, I think this is a perfect example of just talking about like issues in a church, right? Mm-hmm. Because more than anything else, like what, like here they had a church and there was Jews and non-Jews or trying to come together. And all of the New Testament, you just see how like, you know, like Paul's, like Paul's in prison writing this letter. I'm mm-hmm. yeah? I mean, like, let's look at that. Why is he in prison for writing? Why is he in prison writing this letter? Wasn't it that he took a
0: Gentile past the, the wall of separation. Right? Yeah, so when he's bringing up this whole thing with the wall,
1: you know uh-huh. what I mean? He's probably
0: like, these dang
1: Jews, you know, like, this is the reason why I'm here, you know what I mean? And so, you know what I mean? So he, he, he took, yes, he took the Gentile through a place, you know, that's what they were saying that he, that he did, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it's like, dude, that's what God did. God right. broke that, those barriers down. And it's sad to see, like, here we are, you know, in America, and let's talk about what was going on during, um, during um, when we had segregation. Right, Mm -hmm. dude. Like, how sad is it to see that there were white churches? You you know what I'm saying? That didn't allow blacks into the church. That didn't allow things. There was there was churches that were standing and supporting um, supporting the segregation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, dude? And it's like, dude, like. Read your stinking Bible. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, and, and here we are, you know, 2022, and we have this movement. There's, you know, all these different movements, social justice movements, and all these other things, right? Where it's like, hey, guess what? Like, the desire is always to try to unite people. But the way that the world does it, in order to unite people, you are going to... Um, demonize, demonize, demonize another group. Yeah, I did. Well, it, it, perfect example, right? Like you had to go through, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you had to go through sensitivity training in for
0: the government, didn't you? Right. So recently we, well, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. We had to, we had to go through because of the January 6th thing so that everybody can recognize um, radical supporters of whoever, right? Like, and it's like, wh- Why, really like so uh, so then you you wonder right like what what makes me a radical supporter right like how like like is it being a constitutionalist is it being you know because i think one of the ones is what is it called like the three percent like uh there man i don't know but there is like a group that was involved in the january 6th Insurrection that was uh their three percenters or Mm -hmm. something like that. I don't know. But I I don't really follow the news anymore. (laughs) But um like I see the headlines and that's about it. But that's what led to like, oh hey, all these people, a lot of these people were government employees or worked in this agency or this agency. And you know, there's signs to that. You know, you could look at their social media, like but ultimately what's happening is people are making themselves the authority of what's right and wrong Mm -hmm. and, and where they, they fit on both sides, right? Like, like, Oh, this is how you recognize them. Like, I wonder sometimes like doing this podcast, like am I going to be considered somebody that's like, like against the government, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, you know, because at some point, like, I mean, we see it within the government that the, that Christianity is already being pushed aside, Mm -hmm. even though it's like in God we trust is on all of our money, right? Like, like, but no, We can't, no, we don't want God as a part of it anymore. There's gotta be that separation. And, um, so like, you, you just look at that and it's like, you're demonizing somebody for their beliefs. Even though ultimately they have the same goal, right? Like what for that specific situation? It's like, Hey, we want the best government possible for our country, right? And two opposing views and both of them think that they're right. But then now it's like, well, we're in power over here now. So now you're wrong. We're going to, we're going to target you. We're going to try and find out. Like we're going to try and. Figure out ways to oh you're the you're part of that group right it's a hard rub, yeah yeah so like that's what and uh, looking at it with like the Jews and the Gentiles right like the Jews are like well you weren't circumcised yeah. you know so you're, you're not from Abraham's yeah seed. yeah you're not you can't be included in this and and what Paul is telling us is like no you guys are getting it all none of you are good enough <laughs> exactly like, it doesn't matter if you're circumcised or not like Jesus is the reason why now you have. Access to God. Well, right? and, and the whole point is,
1: you know, like, obviously, like, going back, it's by grace that you have been saved. Right. You know what I mean? And and, and here's a big thing that, I, you know, like, we see in, like, I mean, I know we're already like at 30 minutes, so, but, like, breaking it down and, like, just think of church problem issues, right? And we're, we're going through what the high schoolers are going through First Corinthians, and what we've we been talking about the whole time. It's like one group elevating themselves over the other, mm-hmm. right? And you have it on both sides. You have divisions in the church. You have, you know what I mean? And you have all these little, like, splinter groups, and it's like, Dude, like, all of you are here for one reason, and it's not because of you. Yep. You know what I mean? And it isn't It isn't anything that you did. It isn't... Hey, as a pastor, it has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? I just need to make sure that... Hey, beans, bullets, and Band-Aids, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey... Is there toilet paper in the stall? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey, we need 30 copies because we have a whole bunch of kids coming through. We need somebody. Or, hey, you know, like, I, my bad. I should have made sure that I, you had enough copy. Like, dude, that's my role. My role isn't like, hey, I'm superior and listen to me. It's like, no, dude, I'm like, a pastor is supposed to be the freaking servant, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and we get it twisted and we get it wrong sometimes. And, and, and we, we start putting things in different ways. And now we follow this person. And, you know, that was in Corinthians, right? Like, oh, I'm of Paul. I'm of Paulus Paul, and all this other stuff. And it's like, dude, we're supposed to be of Jesus of Jesus. And, and all of us are supposed to be helping. Right. I, dude, I'll take Kennedy's quote, right. It's not about what the church can do for you. It's about what you can do for the church. Right. Like right. he said about the country, but you know what I mean? About if we had that mentality, things would be so much different. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But unfortunately it's not. And so like, that's what's going on here. So as we look at, you know, Jew, whether it's Jews and Gentiles or like, let's bring it home, you know, in a sense of like, look what was going on during segregation. You know what I mean? And the big part of it going back to, it's by grace, dude. And the problem that w- what we have, if it's not grace, what is it? It's works. It's works, it, which is the law, right? Because yep. he talks about them here, right? Like they were under the law, right? He says um, uh, he himself brought peace to us, united uh, Jews and Gentiles. Mean fourteen, uh, Jews and Gentiles into one people in his body, the cross. He broke down the walls of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. You know what I mean? Going back to that person, how can you tell people not to be good people? You should be telling them to be good. Like, oh, so you want me to regulate people is what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's not a bad thing. Like, dude, the, the, the scariest thing to do is to stand up and tell especially a bunch of teenagers, hey, you know what? It's by grace. Just love God <laughs> yeah. and go live however you want. Like, seriously, like yeah. that's, I mean, ultimately that should be the message. Love God, you know, Tozer says it, love God with all your heart, you know, soul, strength, and mind, and then live however you want. Well, because if you love God, you're going to live however you want. But that's a dangerous message because you think, ah, oh, I can't say that because then they're going to go and do off and, and go and do whatever. Well, you know what? That, if that's their heart, that's their heart. Like, but regulating them, what do you end up doing? You start putting a system and we started thinking, okay, well, guess what? I follow the system. Now we raise good church kids, which we talked yeah. about in the past, right? Now we got good church kids and we got a whole bunch of people that it don't matter.
0: Yeah.
1: I had a uh, uh, a meeting with a buddy last, uh, yesterday. Yesterday I had a guy that came in and we we're talking and he's like, I'm probably going to get hammered for this, but it's fine. <laughs> So he came in and he's like, uh, we're, we're just talking back and forth. And he's like, dude, like, I'm trying to get stuff together with my family. And he's like, you know, we watch online. I try to get here, but, you know, like, circumstances just within, you know, they can't. And, and, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Whatever the circumstances are, whatever. And uh, he's like, but I know I'm not supposed to be, you know, um, uh, don't, uh, what's the verse that I am thinking? I said it yesterday. Don't neglect the gathering of believers. Hmm. You know what I mean? The assembly of believers, which is like, don't go to church. And I'm like, look, dude, I, I said, I know what you're saying. Like, I get what you're saying. I said, but let, Let me like, let's paint two scenarios right here. I said, you have a guy that's coming to church. That's like, Hey, don't forget the gathering of, of believers. Okay. Well, you have a person that comes to church. Hey, we have church services a midweek and a weekend. So let's say we have a guy that's here on the, the, on midweek and he comes here on the weekend. And let's say they even serve. Right. Let's even they serve. They serve. Um, can me can be anything in the church. Uh, they're ushers. Okay, they're ushers. Boom. They're ushers. Right. I handed out the pamphlets. Boom, boom, boom. And then they leave. Right. So, but when they come to service, they go. Hi. I'm. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to buy a, a book from the bookstore. Uh, they leave service. They buy a coffee and then they leave. I said, bro, w- w- what gathering of believers? They 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 were just in the presence of of what? I said. Now you have somebody on the other flip side. I said you. I said you're watching. You were watching online, and you kind of been watching online. But dude, you came in and make an appointment so you and you and I could chat about things that are going on. You tell me which is the one that's 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 working on growth. I said not because you made an appointment with me, but you're like gathering yourself with a brother, right, to Mm -hmm. talk about things. I said so. You tell me in the sense of like who's gathering with what. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you know, let's not elevate ourselves and put saying like, well, oh, well guess what? The person that's going to church as opposed to the person that's not, or the person that's doing this. And, and I'm not, I am not telling you not to go to church. I'm telling you to go to church, but I'm not telling you to
0: more importantly, go to church. I'm telling you to be the church. It's goes back to, I mean, we've been talking about it for a long time now, uh, fellowship, right? Yeah, dude. What fellowship really is, right? Like where you're caring about the, other members of the church. We read about it in Acts two and three and four, like pretty much all the way through Acts is how they were fellowshipping was the light, right? Mm-hmm. That was what was bringing people to the Lord was man, look at that life. Look, they care about each other. They're helping each other and they're doing it with joy. They're happy about it. And like, I want that. So I'm going to go join that. Right. Like we, how often do we go like, and I'm I'm guilty of it. There's times where I come to church and I don't want to talk to nobody. Right. Like, especially because I'm an introvert, (laughs) but but this podcast has made it. So I have to talk to so many people. Um, but like, thanks. (laughs) But like, so like, but do I really share? Right. Like, do I really tell them like, Hey, this is what's going on, man. Like it's, it's a struggle. Like, you know, do I sit down with somebody and say, Hey, like this is what I'm struggling with or, or do I care? Do I really care? Like, do I really see? I mean, when I came in Thursday, I was just exhausted. Right. Like, but you asked me probably three or four times, like, dude, is everything all right? Is everything? Yeah, bro. I'm just tired. (laughs) Like this isn't the the four letter word of fine. Like I'm just tired. (laughs) Like, Like, so I guess I have that look on my face where I'm like, okay, like, but like, do I recognize that in other people? Like, Hey, where is so-and-so, right? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't see him or, or Hey, you know what? I, I talked to that guy and then I told him I would pray for him, but did I pray for him? Mm-hmm. Really? Right. And then Paul tells all these people, you look at all of his letters pretty much and it's like, I've been, I keep you in my prayers. I keep you in my prayers. Right. And so he's telling them like, tell that person like that, that might be that little word of encouragement that they need. Right. Like, Hey man, like it was great meeting you last night. I thanks for sharing with me what you were going through. Like, I just want you to know I was praying for you, like I just prayed for you or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Because like, it's, it shows that. But actually, do it, guys. Like, don't don't just be like, oh yeah, I'm praying for God you. Bless. Yeah, God bless. <laughs> like, I, I think that we're missing the mark on that aspect of what fellowship really is, right? We think coming to church and hanging out with the believers and getting a coffee and giving the four-letter word, yeah, I'm doing fine, and then leaving, right? Like no bro you ain't fellowshipping oh, dude i should have grabbed my book dude i got the while i got the Wild that hard book
1: and he talks about that very thing right it's like you have these two i'm gonna have to read it the next time dude and he, but you have these two guys right where they like come to church and they're like hey john how are you doing good and how are you doing oh great everything's great and he's like yeah but little do you know that john's struggling because you know he just lost his job and whatever else and then the other person is you know going through his his something happened to his child or whatever else but they don't want to get into it you know what i mean right. they don't want to talk about it they don't want to whatever and for the sake of like hey just uh yeah, I conversed. I came. I showed up, but I left. But it's, and then those two people leave, and it's like I just really didn't want to talk to you in the first place. And it's like, dude, like that's going back to what Paul was talking about of like what's going on. You know, the the the, the everything that's going on. You know, suicidal wise and everything else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like what we need. And you know, it, it was encouraging to hear like you
0: you you and Will talking to his wife, and she's like, man, he loved just hanging out with the boys. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what I think when we when we look at it though, like like we got to be on both sides of it, right? Like not just like caring for other people, like, Hey, what's going on? Like, but also like, like, Hey, this is what I'm going through, yeah. but also be careful in the aspect of that doesn't mean go around and tell every single person in the church, like what you're struggling with, because we're also not supposed to be a stumbling block, right? Like, so if you're struggling with something that is, if you don't really know the person and you don't know what their struggles are, when you bring that up, it's like, it's, it might cause them to stumble, right? They might think about what, like, Oh man, you yeah, have like, he said that like, let's, let's take, uh, well, I'll give you a good example, dude. Cause it's I, like something that actually
1: happened. I had a buddy that, um, I had a guy that, that was struggling with pornography, a young man struggling with pornography. Right. And he was, he was around other, other, uh, older gentlemen and he would tell them and let them know. And, and, um, you know, he was fighting the struggle and he was convicted of his sin, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he struggled with it. And I had a guy come up to me one time. He's like, Hey man, you know, I don't know if it's a good idea that he's, you know, doing this and this and this, and he's struggling with this other stuff. I was like, Hey dude, I got him under my radar, bro. Like, you know what I mean. Like, I, I I got him. Like, I don't think that I'm, you know, being dumb and or naive to what's going on. So I got him. You know what I mean. And and I had to tell the dude that was going around and, and being transparent with people. I was like, Hey, bro, you need to be very careful with who you're talking to. I know you're telling people, and I think it's good that you're being transparent. I don't want you to hide it. I think it's good that you're getting other people and they're praying for you. I said, but you got to understand, other people don't aren't on a level of, of, of like realizing things and, and you telling them, you don't know how they're going to handle it. So you got to just be careful. I think that's probably where you were probably yeah. trying to go. Right. Yeah. So it's like, Hey dude, you have to tell people. Yeah. And Paul said, Hey, you got five people, man, get like a group of five people that you know you can talk to and that they can challenge you on your, uh, your position and your struggle on, on where you're at. Right. You know what I mean? And you have to have those people in your life and, you know, and like, how are we tying that with, with, in this sense, right? It's like, Hey man, it's hey, here we go. Grace. In that sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, does that make him a bad Christian? Because he's struggling with this. Well, dude, guess what? You struggle with pride. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Let's talk about your. You want to throw his 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 battle with pornography on the table? Well, let's let's throw your pride on the table right now. You know what I mean? Your, your ego
0: one. or whatever yeah, it is. You know right. What I mean? like, I, and I think that's uh, like, I mean. We like, guys. Bobby and I have been talking about this for a long time. Like, I, I, I know, I personally feel like fellowship is where what the church lacks the most, right? Like, legitimate fellowship and what any church lacks, yeah. because that's that's what what we should be, see, what people from the outside should be seeing is how much we care about each other and that should make them want to come. But what do people from the outside who maybe aren't believers yet or are on the fence, what do they see? What do they think? They're like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be judged. And I'm going to, you know, because we're, we don't show that we care, right? Like we're not showing that. Well, think about and, this, dude, because here's the thing.
1: And because we are bad examples, right? Mm-hmm. Because here we go. Like, let's say you have somebody that's at work. Right. Or or somebody that goes to church and then they go to work. Oh, what, what church do you go to? X, Y, and Z, whatever church, right? The church of whatever. And then, and then they start talking about the people at the church. Mm-hmm. Like oh gosh, this woman, woman, this woman that blah, blah 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 blah, and guess what? That puts a sour taste in them. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what breaks it off for a lot of people to not want to go into. They're like, dude, if that's what being a believer is about, like I don't want nothing to. You know, I don't want nothing
0: to do with that church. I, no. I don't want people gossiping about me. You know, like I, I think that's what I, that's where where we are not being. The body of Christ, right? Like, it's not about a building, guys. It's about the, the body that he's creating that each one of us has a, a piece of, right? Like, I don't know what position, what, what my part is, but I know, like, as long as I'm obedient and I care about people and, and like, I'm, I'm sitting here going like, okay, like, what is God leading me to do right now? Okay, let me take that step. Okay, what's next? You know, oh, this door is shut. Like, let's go this way now, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that when we do, when we're that way, right. When we're fulfilling the position we are, when we're not like, why does he get to do that? Why, you know, like be content. Like you're going to get your, your, your chance, if you're really called to do, be a pastor, right? You're going to get that chance if if that's what God's calling you to do. But I mean, it took Paul 15 years before he started his ministry, right? Like I hold on to that. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, that's a long time because we sit here and we're impatient, right? Like we want certain things to happen. Like, oh no, God, let me go, let me go. Like, no, you got some learning to do, right? I'll tell like,
1: you one that's even that even is more mind boggling, which is one of these days we need to well have to break into this is David. David gets anointed king, slays Goliath, bro. If that was you or me, we were like Saul, step aside, dude. You've yeah. already been told that you're, <laughs> right. like, you're, you've already been told that you're outed, yeah. and David didn't, dude. And like, it, I think just breaking down, like, what David was going through in that, t- and he's getting. Saul's throwing spears at him, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have the chance to take them out and you don't. <laughs> and yeah, then, well, and then, and then reading Psalms, right? Like then like read some of the Psalms of where he was at when he was going through these things. And, but here's the thing, dude, that whole time that David was going through that, his eyes were set on the Lord. Right. Dude. And that's the difference. Right. That's, that's where
0: it goes right here. Like Christ is the cornerstone, boom, right? Like he's the, he's what everything is built off of is him. and, when we take him out, what is it? We, we, we've been listening to a podcast. It becomes a business with a cross, right? Yeah. Like that's what it is. Like, Oh, how are we making money? And, I, and when I think of that, I think of like the super churches, you know, like that, that are all, all over TV, like with Joel Olstein or whatever, like, like dude, it's about, that's a business. You're, are you really caring? Like God's going to bless his word. Don't get me wrong, but you don't, you probably don't really care, right? Like you're running a business right now. How much money can I get? And I, I don't even know. I think there was like some scandal with money with Joel scene, but there, you know what I mean? Like that, that's what happens. Like put Christ at the center of it and there we go. Right. Like that's, and then, I mean, this is like not the perfect segue, but a really good segue to go into the piece of armor that fits into all of this, right? Like we, we talked about, about peace, right? Peace. Mm-hmm. So what is, does what Ephesians uh, 6.15 say? And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, right? The gospel of peace. It says in here, it was saying that Christ preached peace, Right, it's the gospel, right? And where is it at? It's on your feet because why? It's the foundation of where you tread. While this are taking it into, right? And and then you you use that to go out, right? Like it's on your feet, guys. It's the foundation, and the foundation is Christ, the gospel, right? Like that's what that's how it all ties into that armor again. Is like, hey, all of this. Uh, Like the, the infighting within the church and, and looking at it from like a warrior standpoint, but first the infighting within the church, like you're not recognizing the gospel, right? That's not the foundation essentially. And then like trying to bring them all together in a warrior aspect, like, like, we can't go as two different factions, two different people out and fight a war and win, right? Like, yeah. you're not better than me. I'm not better than you. If you go, we, it's we together going out, right? With Christ at the center of it. If without that, like, we're not going to win, right? If we, if the Jews and the Gentiles stayed separate, that whole, throughout eternity, like, what would we have right now? Yeah, right? well, you would have the Gentile church and you'd have the Jewish church. Right. You know, right? Like, But the Jewish Christian church, right? So, like, it would be like, well... But, but we're circumcised. Well, we're it, sons of Abraham. And but, it'd be the same thing, right? You'd but, have the white churches and the black churches. Right. And then, it, then, but what are we, we will not succeed, right? We're not ever going, we, as Christians, as a whole, right? If you have the Jewish Christians, the Gentile Christians, the white church, the black church, whatever, right? Like, we're not going to succeed in furthering the gospel as we're divided, right? Oh, like, sure. we, we can't. I mean, uh, you know, and I think Jesus talks about that. Like when, when they say that he's, he was possessed with a demon, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, not, like a, a house divided yeah, won't stand. Yeah, exactly. And that's where we're at. Like in this part right here, like if we're divided, we're not going to stand. guys. Well,
1: and, and so like breaking that wall of division, breaking that hostility down, you know what I mean? And thinking if here, 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 and here's a big thing, right? Cause you know, it, it's by grace that we're saved. And if I'm saved by grace and that might, that means that my life should be, Fueled by grace. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the only reason why, why we're going to have these divisions. The only reason why we're going to have these, you know what I mean? These separations, these, all these fat, whatever it is, it's going to be because there's no grace dude, because it, it's like, look at me and look at what I do. And because you don't do what I'm doing, I'm going to do this. Or I'll give you the flip side of that. Or why does that person get to do this? I'll tell you what, dude, early, early on when I, I got to, when pastor Pat was like, Hey, you know what? I want you to teach. I want you to do this. And it was before I, I got saved. Not, not saved. Not before I got saved before I was a pastor ordained. Um I remember I was going to have somebody cover young adults for me. And when I asked the individual to cover young adults for me, some of the people that were in young adults, like I could, you could hear the little, and I'm like, dude, are you serious? You know what I mean? Like I, I get this opportunity. I want to get somebody else an opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I remember talking to somebody who I was trying to like, that I knew was like that had the ear of the people that were kind of saying some stuff. And I went to him and I was like, Hey dude, I said, do you think I'm wrong for allowing this person to whatever? And they're like, yeah, I don't think it's you know, like I'm not saying you're wrong, you know, but maybe you should have talked to Pastor Pat about because I didn't ask Pastor Pat like, hey, I think I'm gonna ask so and so to to cover for me, you know what I mean? And I didn't ask Pastor Pat. I was, you know what I mean? I just I went ahead and did what I thought it was right. Like, hey, you know what? If he had me in a position of leadership, like I thought it was good. I didn't think I needed, it, you know. And he's like, I think you should have, you know, probably talked to Pat about it. Blah blah blah. I was like, I was like why do you say that? He's like, well, there's just going to be some people that are going to be upset that you're asking so-and-so to teach. I said, do you know how many people are going to be upset once they see that I'm teaching? And the dude looked at me like with his eyes, <laughs> like, dude, come on, like be real. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and why,
0: why is that going to happen? Be- because it's me. Like, well, what about me? Like I, be- I want to do that. I'd like, but that's not what, God is saying in this situation, like you were like, I'm sure you were, you felt like this is the person that I'm going to ask because I feel like that's what God is directing Mm -hmm. me to do. Right. Like, but it's, well, but I've been here for, I've been here for five years. He's only been here for two, like, you know, and, but I did this and I did like, Oh, what the, where are we going back to? Like, like what, it's not, it's about grace. And you know, what's so funny,
1: dude, just like, it just popped in my (laughs) mind. What was going on at the last supper, dude? What was going on at the last meal what that Jesus was having with the disciples? What were the disciples doing? They were talking about who was going to be the greatest. who was going to be dude who was <laughs> going to be the greatest in the kingdom. It's like, dude, you got Jesus right there. Like, dude, he's the great. Like, yeah. you're so you know what I mean. But it, it happened back then, and it's still happening now, man. And right. like, so if anything, like, we get through this part, like, we're already at fifty-seven mm-hmm. minutes. So, it, it, you know what? The biggest thing tread with the gospel of peace. That's like, that's where you're bringing it. You know, looking at Paul's life, when Paul was was going into Damascus, guess what? He was going on and he did not have the, the his, he did not have the sandals of peace. He had the sandals for war. Mm-hmm. Right. And God's like, no, nope, let me, let me show you wh- what it's going to be. And that's what his, drove his ministry. So when he went into places, that's what he needed to carry. You know, he said, and he mentions the, the whole thing about peace in, in verse 14. And then in 17, where, you know, 14 is Christ himself brought peace to us in 17. He brought this good news of peace to you. So man, you know what, like, how do you know it, if you're living a life of grace? And not so much that you're living the life of grace. If you understand grace that has been given to you, right. Is when you're able to, you know, Jesus tells us, "Hey, you know, we put those who weep rejoice with those who are rejoicing, man. If there's people that are doing things, I'll give you, I'll give you something in my life, right. When Pastor Ryan uh, got asked to go take over uh, Calvary Bisbee. I could tell that he was reluctant and kind of apprehensive to let me know because he was so excited. But you know what he was thinking? He was thinking about me mm-hmm. and thinking how's he going to take it. And I remember like just like hearing it, hearing the tone in his voice. You know what I mean? We we're both on staff, and and he's telling me like, dude, I I, I got this opportunity. They're going to do this, and I don't know what's going to happen. I was like, bro, that's awesome. I'm like, dude, I'm excited. And I was like, I said, Ryan, let me tell you something, dude. Like, I am genuinely. Excited for you, dude. Like, I am not like. Why you? Why not me? Why they ask? you What's? I said, dude. I promise you, that is not like mm-hmm. anywhere, dude. I like, dude. I think good for you, dude. And I am happy for you. And you should be more excited than you are right now. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. dude? Was there? Was there like? If I'm going to be 100 honest, dude does the, does the enemy try to get you? And they'll absolutely do 100. You know
0: what I mean? Of course, dude. Well, I mean, we talked about that with the youth group, right? Like the enemy has been studying us for thousands of years, right? He knows your heart. He knows the, what it could tempt you, right? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, but why not you, Bobby? Yeah. Why not you? You know? And then whether you take that and run with it or not is, is whether you recognize the grace, right? The gift of grace, like, oh, well, good for him. Right. Like, <laughs> but it, it could have been like, no, why, why not me? You know, and, and, but it all, it it all ties back in guys. Like it's so, so easy to, to give to those little thoughts that the enemy plants, right? Like he knows he's been, he's been studying us. He knows like, uh, Hey, you struggle with this. Like here, just click on this link real quick. (laughs) Click on this news article. Let me get your mind going. And then, Oh, nothing happened yesterday nothing, nothing happened yesterday when you clicked on that, you know, like, and that's what, that's the, the, what he does, but it's like, no, let me stop that. You know, like, and we, I'm about to just go in a whole nother 45 minutes. So I'm going to stop there. Right. Like just, (laughs) just recognize when, when you have the opportunity to, to truly fellowship, right? Like that's what it comes down to recognize. Like, am I being a, a, a part of the body or am I trying to elevate myself to a part of the body that I'm not ready for yet? Or God hasn't called me to yet. Right. Like just be a part of it and be genuinely happy or be sad when, when that's what we're called to do, right? Like be a part of the body that God has called you to be, not the part that you want to be.
1: Yeah. You know, exactly. And I think if I can just piggyback on what you just said, I think you said it, I mean, you said it best, but right. Like, Don't be focused on going to church. Be focused on being the church. I mean, that's exactly, I mean, that's 100% everything that you said. You know what I mean? And guys, it's like, just just recognize that like God saved us so that we can all go. We're all going to heaven. You know what I mean? Because of him, not because you did anything. So man, like we should just be there for one another because we all play a role. We all play a role and he's, 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 he's building his temple. You know what I mean? Man, be a brick that's going to be firm and fit in and not mad because somebody else got laid, you know, that brick got laid on top of your brick. And because he, that person's on a higher plate, dude, you play a role and your role is just as important. And and even thinking about that, think about that. Like if, if you're, this is dumb, but like you're that bottom brick, you know what I mean? Well, what happens if you're so upset because that person's on top? Like, do you realize that you being under them or supporting that person? Mm-hmm. Think about that. You know what I mean? Like you play, you play just as big of a role if, if not even more than that person, because guess what? You're man support those people. Like, dude, we should be people that are putting people on. And I've loved the way that I've heard somebody say it. Like, dude, y- you, you want to put people on your shoulders. Like you want to be lifting other people up. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. I mean, that's, a, I, we can go into all kinds of stuff. Well, continue to go into all kinds <laughs> of stuff. But like, so And recognize that like the church is not a, a physical place, right? Like I think so often we like, and even using that, that metaphor, right. Of like the being the brick, like we're talking about a place again, like recognize that the church is not a place, right? It's a, it's a spiritual, uh, man, what, how did he put it in that podcast? Like, it's a spiritual, like it's spiritual, right? Like it's that, that feeling of belonging Mm -hmm. that you're a part of something and you just have to be there, right? Like you, you have to, be the church don't go to church right mm-hmm. like be the church be and and i keep going back like i keep thinking about like all, all the way through this podcast thinking about going back to acts 242 where it's talking about the four things that a church the church is supposed to be right teaching uh, fellowship worship and prayer yep. right those are the minimum things that a church has to be like you those four things are what what we should be doing together mm-hmm. right like and the, i think with those four like fellowship is where we fall short the most like yeah, there's usually teaching. I mean, almost always teaching. There's almost always worship, uh, always prayer. But the fellowship is what's going to bring people here, right? Like we've talked about it. Uh, we're planning on trying to do something with some guys, yeah. and it's like, like we just want people to come and have a good time. Be, and get to know people because how hard is it? And I think I said this. How hard is it to get people to come to church when they think that they're going to be judged, right? But if you go, if we have a barbecue and we invite people, and like yeah, bring somebody, you know, like just come hang out. Let's throw some axes. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk about God. Of course, he's going to be the center of it. and we'll Probably pray for each other before and after. And those people show up and they're like, man, these guys, this is awesome. I'm not. I'm not getting judged. Then they're going to be like. Oh yeah, let me come to church now. Like, and then they're going to bring somebody, right? Like, we're bringing the light, but that's where, I mean, I think a lot of the times you look at churches like they're not doing that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you talked about it. It's about being busy. Look at all the things we're doing, yeah. all the services. Oh, but we're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this. Yeah, but what, how are you bringing? how are you living and bringing people into it? Right. But
1: sometimes that busyness is getting in the way of, of
0: being, of being what you should. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Truly fellowshipping. Right. So, sorry. <laughs> no, it's good, man. Like you said, but, we, I mean, that's something that's obviously has always been on our, on our heart, so. you know, right at an hour. Go figure. Yeah. And <laughs> hey I, guys. I started a few minutes late. So <laughs> Hey guys, uh, as always, thank you guys for, for tuning in, listening, support, you know, um, you know if if there's you know any way we can pray for you Let us know. Reach out to us. It's funny. Steve uh, talked to a guy one time, and he's like, "Oh, real quick, you tell the story because I think it's hilarious." Which one? When the dude went went, he's like, "Oh, ignited fortitude." That's a good thing. You're like, "Oh, you listen." He's like, "Yeah." Like, dude, I'm Steve.
0: (laughs) So so a guy came up on up on Fort Chuka. I'm I'm at work, and a guy came to work on our um, fire alarm system. Right, and I had to walk him around and escort him places, and and he saw my hat, and he was like, "Ignited fortitude." He's like, "That's a pretty good podcast, huh?" I'm like. Like, I'm like, yeah yeah I, I like it he's like yeah me too it's a good podcast and, and I was like I was like dude I'm Steve like the co-host <laughs> like one of the hosts of that show well, well, and, you should have said hello world yeah, I should have been like hello world <laughs> like, but he was like he's like oh what like it, you know like and glory to God right like because I'm not like but he's like he's like man if I had my phone I would take a picture with you to send to my wife because we're both listening like and it was just like encouraging for us right like uh, it's it's just awesome to Like it's funny because what really makes me laugh about that is before we started doing YouTube, right? Like I was like, I was like, no bro. Like I don't want to do YouTube. I don't want people to recognize me. You know, I've done some bad things. I don't want people to like, I I think I might bring a negative image to (laughs) ignited fortitude. And Bobby's like, no, come on, man, we're going to, we got to do this. And I'm like, finally I was just like, okay. Like, (laughs) I mean, God kind of worked on me, but it was like, it was like, okay. And then now here I am in like, People don't even recognize me. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, matter I'm, getting, I'm getting the finger because of a sticker, but she doesn't realize like she just gave the finger to one of the hosts. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like she doesn't case. know. And, and even I've even had family, right? Wasn't it? Uh, well, I can't remember which one of my aunts. Pam. It was It was
1: Pam, wasn't it?
0: No, I don't think it was aunt Pam uh, because uh, she sees me too. Uh, Diane, weird. was it Diane? No. Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't know, but don't one know. of one of my fa- one of my family members was like was like I was sitting there watching, and I couldn't tell which one you were. Like I didn't know. If it, he's like like no like like that one's got darker skin, but that one has like this beard. And like and so then I'm like oh, I'm gonna keep the beard. Like I don't <laughs> want people to recognize me. Right? But like even my own family don't, doesn't recognize so me on you. So it was well, the just, reason why I had brought up the thing with 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 uh, with the guy that I had
1: gone on bases because you know he was talking about you uh, how it was good and everything else, and you're like yeah we don't get a lot of feedback he's like well I'm not gonna write and say that it's good because it's good like I'm not you know what yeah. I mean? like I think you guys are
0: doing like good yeah work. that's why I, I, one of the things I had said to him was like hey like you know like we don't get a lot of feedback so like sometimes it's like well I don't, I don't know if we're doing what we should be doing but he's like well did you ever think that maybe the the reason why you're not getting feedback is because it's good and you're like a lot of the times people give feedback when they're like oh man this sucks or you're wrong yeah. here he's like maybe you guys are just on point and I'm like never thought
1: about it like that. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, appreciate all the support, especially if you're listening after, you know, an hour long <laughs> episode, but uh, most importantly, guys, if there's any way, whether you guys reach out, feedback, not, whatever, if there's any way we can pray for you, yeah. let us know. You know, sure. know what I mean? And uh, we'll just continue to bring it. Amen. Amen. Praise God, you
0: Dear Heavenly Father, I first just want to thank you for this, this crazy week that we had and being able to see how you worked through all of it and just revealing that to us that, you know, at at the end of the day, this is a podcast that, that you are at the center of and that we are only being obedient to you, God. We ask that, um, as we finish up this chapter of, of Ephesians that, um, that you reveal to, to people where they may be falling short or, or let them see that, hey, there's more that I can do. Um, in, in the idea of being the church, not, not just going to church, but being the church that, you know, what we're really being asked to do is, is, share with each other, our life and what we're going through and be there for people who are going through hard times or even good times, God. And if, if there is those people right now listening that are struggling with something, allow them to realize that the church is where they need to take that struggle to you ultimately, God, but that there are people within the church that are, that are going to be there to help them, that there are people that are the church God, we ask that, um, you just bless everybody's week and allow them to, to be safe and get through the hardships and have the courage to speak up if, if, or reach out if something isn't going right in their lives, God. And we pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.